Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. It is truly the most wonderful time of year, boys and girls. March Madness, i.e. NCAA Men's College Basketball Tournament, and already the action has not disappointed. The Oral Roberts, the North Texases, the Loyola Chicagos care not for your office brackets and are making upsets rain like threes. Well, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is ready to put all new customers in the center of the action. All you have to do is bet $1 on any tournament game, and if your team comes home, you win $100. It's just that simple. Turning $1 into $100 is easy 100-to-1 odds. Pick any college basketball team that's still in it for your shot at winning $100. All it takes is just one little $1 bet and that team winning their next game. No better way to put your college basketball knowledge to the test than to put your money where your mouth is with DraftKings Sportsbook. Now, let's say college basketball isn't for you and you're not into this whole tournament thing. It's okay. We got UFC this weekend with UFC 260. We got 100 to 1 odds there as well. Also, Major League Baseball over under season totals if you want to play the long con. DraftKings is safe secure, and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if the college basketball team of your choosing pulls off the win. That's code THPN to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. This is the Grit and Barrett Podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Carter Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. Talking Hershey Bears, AHL hockey, and all the hockey news that matters to this hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast this week, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Richard Blosser, your hack with a microphone and a really big imagination. Welcome, welcome, everyone. It is will be the week of March 21st, 2021, as we are just rolling along in this American Hockey League season. And of course, as always, we are presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Thank you to them for bringing on this hack with a microphone. So, before we do get started this week, for all of you NHL fans that listen to this, I just want to let everybody know, in case you haven't noticed, and I want everybody to sit down for this, the NHL season is half over. (gasps) I know, boys and girls. What happened? What happened? As the kids like to say. It's just two months ago, we were all giddy and excited That first game dropped at 5 o'clock there in Philadelphia where the referee said, Welcome to the start of the 2021 NHL season. And we were underway. And we were so scared of outbreaks and all that. Well, we still kind of are. But, you know, the season's half over in the NHL. So I'm going to tell everyone now, and I'll repeat this, all the way until mid-May, and I'll say this for the American Hockey League when we get there as well. But for all you NHL fans that listen to this, love this season, whatever's left of it. 
I don't care where your team stands. You can be Buffalo. You can be Vancouver. You can be San San Diego. Why am I saying San Diego? You can be Anaheim. You could be the Blackhawks. You could be the freaking Washington Capitals or the number one team in all the land. Uh, Checks notes. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs, just going out to my head. No, New York Islanders. Islanders would hate me for this. But anyway, you know what I mean. It doesn't matter. Love, hug it, cherish it, squeeze it, and enjoy whatever this season is left. Because you'll miss it when it's gone, boys and girls. Because it's a long off season. Good God, is it a long off season? And do not forget how you felt back around the holidays when there was no hockey and the threat of it not coming back. So, even though the American Hockey League is, let's see, most teams have a abbreviated schedule. Some are doing 36, some are doing 42. Everybody's all over the place right now, so there is no official halfway point as of yet. I think ours, I'll probably get to that probably in a couple weeks as well. So before we get to the news everyone i just want to say to everyone programming note for next week the grit and barrett podcast will drop next week probably around tuesday and or wednesday reason being this this upcoming week by the time this podcast drops i'm covering an overnight shift for a jockey um i work in warehousing in my full-time job i know this podcast is not what i do for a living but I have to cover for an overnight. It's two 12-hour shifts and then a six-hour on a Sunday night, and I will be absolutely dead to the world. So that Monday, I will try to record, and I will get the episode out to everyone. You'll still have the recaps. You'll still have my flair. It's just going to be delayed by a day or two. Okay, now that we got that, on with the news. This past week, the Hershey Bears had some uh, roster movements that we are that we are going to discuss, come on, stupid laptop, that the Bears had two goalie moves this past week. First of note, Hunter Shepard was called up from the South Carolina Stingrays. The Minnesota Duluth product was called up. And this kid had been putting up really good numbers in South Carolina. I know, ECHL, Great numbers, shortened season, not everybody's playing. Goalies look good early on. But this kid's got something. This kid's got something. You know, he's doing really well. And it seemed like he was going to be in a Bears uniform sooner rather than later, especially with how the season and this whole um, hockey world stuff was just going to, you know, happen. Well, what ended up happening, boys and girls, was that Hunter Shepard got injured. And of course, as all injuries, it has the worst timing of it all. We're really looking forward to uh, to see this kid. So, after so so the Minnesota of Duluth product uh spent 4 years at the University of Minnesota Duluth <laughs> uh had a, his best season was his third year, 18-19 with a 176 goals against average and a 923 save percentage. His final year, his fourth year, uh, he was, da, 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 checks notes, 22, 10, and 2, 918 save percentage and a 218 goals against average. And apparently, he wore a captaincy. Really? Goalies with a captaincy. You don't see that very often. As of right now with South Carolina, he is at 3, 4, and 1. Uh, at 9.12 save percentage and a 2.76 goals against average. Now, I'm not here to judge. I'm not. You know, I've seen voice. I've seen a lot voice. And the kids, let's check here, is only like college kid. Let's see. Let's see here. Trying to go for elite prospects here, folks. The page does not want to does not want to cooperate. So. I'm really trying here, everyone. The kid's only 20, 21. Okay, good on him. Good on him. So, Hunter Shepard caught up from South Carolina to Hershey. Again, this was to be expected. This is nothing new. So, later on in the week, on Thursday, uh, the Bears announced that they have signed goaltender Billy Christopoulos. 
You might remember him from such teams as a tryout with the Vegas Golden Knights slash Henderson Silver Knights and the Indianapolis Fuel to a PTO, a professional tryout. Billy Christopoulos. Why does that sound like a Sonic the Hedgehog level? Christopoulos. Crystalopolis. Crystalopolis zone. Yeah, it sounds like a Sonic the Hedgehog level. But anyway, the kid has been signed to a professional tryout deal. This was two goalie moves in two days. Now, it's time for a little bit of uh, theory from this hack. I think something's in the works. I think there's a new ones conspiring, boys and girls. Because as of right now, the Hershey Bears have four goaltenders on their roster. Now, let, let's, let's, let's count them down. You have Phoenix Copley, Zach Fusaley, Hunter Shepard, and now Billy Christopoulos. Billy. The kid with, sounds like two names, Billy Chris. <laughs> oh, boy. But anyway, so that's four goaltenders. Why do you need four? Why? Well, isn't one of them going to be on the taxi squad? No. That's where Freddie Anderson is right now with the Capitals. The Capitals have their three. That would be Vitek Vanacek, whom they love, Ilya Samsunov, their bay, and Freddie Anderson, well, he'd be the, no, 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 no. I'm just going to put that analogy away right now. So there's your three. Phoenix Copley, I think, was going to try and get a job up there, but never got it. He's on a one-way deal and, and is the most expensive contract as of right now. So, you know, Zach Fusaley, he's done well enough. He's he's shown to be a serviceable AHL goalie and starting to have a liking by what little fans we actually do have. Now, now you take a look at the Capitals' depth chart, and as I've said, Vitek Vanacek and Ilya Samsonov are number one and number two. You still have Henrik Lundqvist on there, but he's $1.5 of, unfortunately, dead money because of his health situation. Copley and Fuseli. Fuseli's at a minimum of seven hundred grand. Copley's at $1.1 And looking down the depth chart, uh, da, 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 still a few guys out there in the prospect system. So, And with Hunter Shepard and Billy Christopoulos come in, they're going to make the minimum as well. My point is this, boys and girls. There is value in possibly Copley being a trade asset. Because as of right now, let's put our trade caps on, put the tinfoil down. The caps in a rare situation actually have uh, one, two, three, four. Let me just check here. Uh, da, 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 da. I love cap friendly. I really do. Uh, let's see here all the way down. Yeah, the Capitals actually have a fifth pick. Uh, they got in a trade with the Vegas Golden Knights. So they have two in the fifth round and one in the sixth round. So one, two, three, four, five, six. They do not have a seventh nor a third. You could flip Copley to, to some poor schmuck who really needs a goaltender right now. I'm looking out west for some reason. And uh, you try to get a draft pick back. You get some draft capita down the line. A good chance to flush a goaltender and reload on the prospects, which is what the Capitals will need moving forward, especially with a certain team in Seattle. Now, I could be overthinking this. I could be completely out of my lane in this. What could end up happening is that Billy Christopoulos comes in for a PTO, which lasts about two weeks, and they say, all right, you did well. We didn't really need you, so here's a jersey. Thank you for playing. Don't call us, we'll call you. Hunter Shepard could come up, do very meh, and and look at him and go, okay, we don't really need you right now, so back to South Carolina with you. So could this be a chance where we're going to see some more youth in the pipeline as well? You know, bringing these guys in just as, you know, as an experiment. So it, it, there's... Again, I'm just throwing stuff up against the wall. But why do the Bears need four goaltenders right now? Unless the Capitals know something that we don't know. And who knows? Even in a COVID-shortened season, the trade deadline is always fun to mess around with. And we'll deal with that as we get closer. 
So we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back as we recap the Bears games Friday night in bingo and Sunday afternoon against the very same Devils. This is the Grit and Barrett podcast. Did you know that your favorite band also loves your favorite hockey team? If you love hockey and you love music, you're going to love Bar Down Breakdown, a podcast that explores the crossover between alternative music and the sport we love, hockey. Every NHL player wants to be in a band, and every band guy wants to be an, 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 you know, a pro athlete. With guests from all over the globe, come along with us as we interview some of the most captivating names in alternative music and talk about why we love hockey and how it's influenced us. You know, there was a, for a few seconds, I thought, like, well, maybe we should wear Montreal jerseys. And the NHL was like, mm, I think you should stay neutral. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, yeah, you know what? You're probably right. So tune in every Tuesday on the Hockey Podcast Network, where we'll have a brand new guest and a unique look into the bridge between hockey and music. And we're back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast. Always a little slight pause in the show to give a little bit of promo love to one of our other fine podcasts here on the Hockey Podcast Network. Go check them out, boys and girls. Now, as I was talking about the trade deadline, I just looked up here on the old Google machine here, and uh, the trade deadline is actually Monday, April 12th at 3 p.m. I expect a certain Yinzer on YouTube to do a special that day with all the trade deadline stuff. Just saying. So let's get right to it, boys and girls. The Bears, we're back at it on Friday night. Friday night's against Binghamton. Just as always, it was meant to be. The Bears were taking on the Binghamton Devils and the sad sack that is them. That the Binghamton Devils lost eight in a row And all is not looking well. I mean, sure, they're a nice group of young prospects. They're playing in the guest house of the New Jersey Devils there in Newark. So let's take care of these boys. We've done it before, and we can do it again. So we go at it as Copley was a net to start out. So was sent at the other end, and away we go. The boys take an early penalty on against the, uh, the Devils. And you can see things sort of, you know, open up here a little bit as the Devils just try to be overall general pains in the butt. And this team, I watched them uh, from my jockey wagon, not while I was driving. I just, I can't get a gauge of what the Binghamton Devils are. Like, what's their scheme? What's their gimmick? Are they young? Are they fast? I've seen enough of the Phantoms to know what they are. The Phantoms are young and fast and try to beat you with their speed game. With the Devils, I don't know yet. I want to say they're a healthy forechecking team. I think. I think. But the Devils get on the board first with an early power play, and Clark just bangs it home. Graham Clark. Golden Graham Clark? Graham Clark gets it in and a power play goal to make it one nothing. This shouldn't be a surprise with the Binghamton Devils, who have a power play at 24.6%. Oof, that's good for six in the Ameri- in the American Hockey League. And uh, good on them. You know, as my friend Jesse said, there are three sections of the, of the game. Penalty kill, five on five, and your power play. And to be a successful team, you got to be good at two of them. If you're good at all three, <laughs> that's another show. So the... So the Bears give up a power play goal, and thanks to Zach for mentioning this on the radio. It's the fourth straight game the Bears have given up a power play. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I need a drink for this. <sighs> Liquid courage, my friends. So the Bears, of course, answer it. With the with Sen got a little tied up behind the net. The Bears were able to steal it from him. Throws it out in front, and oh, would you look at the time. It's Matt o'clock, everyone. Matt Molson puts it home for his third goal of the season. Matt Molson has only three goals on this on the, the season. Well, it is COVID, so it's it's a bit of an odd year. So uh so okay. Okay, okay, fine, 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 fine. Okay. So oh, 
checking out the the Grit and Barrett's uh, Twitter feed during the week. Um, there is one other thing I forgot to mention. There is one other important call up, and that was a boy by the name of Protoss. He is a European prospect, and he's on his way over to us since the WHL is not allowing European prospects this year because, haha, COVID. So he will be coming to the Bears. Unfortunately, because he's coming over from the KHL, that means a mandatory two-week quarantine. No getting around this, boys and girls. You can have the negative PCR test all you want. You're from overseas? Two weeks. Sit down. <sighs> I am so ready for this crap to be over with. But anyway, it appears that the refs... Anyway, getting back on track to the game, the refs were just having none of it because um, one of the Bears took a stick up high. And actually, the two tick sticks got... Uh, tangled up and I think it was Connor McMichael took a stick up high and went down and you know one of the things that you know players are taught if you feel a stick near your face snap the head back and fall down snap the leg fall back get the whistle snap the neck fall back get the whistle you know just as you're taught in musical theater <laughs> so the ref said oh no 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 you nice acting go to the box what dude just took a stick to the face Really? Embellishment. This isn't a guy tripping over a stick and going, I'm flying! And does a belly flop onto the ice. Whatever, Trevor, as my friends in the United Kingdom like to say. Okay, fine, fine. Didn't mean anything as the boys went to the locker room. 1-1 after 1. So we go back at it in the second. And this... So, the Bears get a power play to start, and it's it's a usual Bears power play. Throw it around, try and get set up, try for a pinball goal, and nothing. Nothing is freaking working. So, Paul Ladoon at the point says, all right, screw this. Walks into the high slot, grips it, rips it, and scores. Paul Ladoon, he was due. I know, that's horrible. I'll go to my room. But power play goal for Hershey, 2-1 Hershey. All right. And then the boys off a turnover, throws a shot in from the corner, and Garrett Pilon just redirects it right past Sen. Woofda, three to one, Hershey. All right, this is going good. It's going good. And then Joe Snively steals, swipes, and puts it in past Sen. It's four enough, four to one, Hershey. Everything's coming up, Hershey. As I'm typing in the jockey wagon, this is going to be one of those nights against Binghamton. This is going to be another good, healthy blot on a Friday. I can put trailers back out in the yard, and I don't have to worry about this game. I'm going to be fine. This is the, the, the Bears have got this. Oh, how cute. The Binghamton Devils are calling a timeout. That's adorable. But there is a little something in the back of my head that said, that said, 4-1, to one, and you're typing up everything comes up Hershey. The hockey gods. The, 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 you're 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 tempting the hockey gods. Not ah, no, no. The boys got this. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Four one against a team that's lost seven in a row. He's okay, guys. We got <sighs> Bogquist, top Devils prospect, puts it home to make it four to two after the timeout. And I felt like Hades from Hercules going, what? Score? I, I, okay, okay, I'm fine. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. Okay, okay, okay. They answered. Fine. Okay, they answered. This happens. Let's just, let's just breathe and get this game back on track. Bingo gets another power play. And they score. 4-3. Uh-oh. Okay, okay, this is not going to happen. This is not going, we're not the Maple Leafs. This isn't going to happen. Bockquist again. Two minutes later, three goals in five minutes. Two by Bockquist. And the Binghamton Devils tie the game before we go into the locker room.
Six goals in that period. Three aside. Are you freaking kidding me? Now, I'm not going to take this away from Binghamton. The timeout worked. The ref, the, the coach gave them hell. And they freaking responded. Credit to them. Credit to them. When you have the sixth-ranked power play in the league and you put two on the board, two for for four on the power play so far, ugh. This this is not a this is a team that that's got heart. I mean, devilish red bleeding hearts. But th- this Binghamton team's not going to roll over and die. And I've seen this team blow leads against. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over fifty years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things: customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. The squad before. Please don't do this to me again, guys. Please don't do this. We go into the third. All right. Next goal is going to get it. As Uncle Doc will say, next goal Next goal will be the, the big one. And well, Riot takes a puck, drops it back, expecting to be another defenseman there, except there is a guy there. It's it's uh, it's Bockwist yet again. Yoink throws it out front to a wide freaking open Sutherland. Oh, dear God, they scored. 5-4 Binghamton. No. No. You can't. No. Not to them. Another power play for Binghamton in the third. The Bears are shooting themselves in the foot, giving up penalties midway through the third when they're trying to get back into this. And the Bears just get caught up on the far boards as the Devils jump into the zone. The Bears try to clear it. You have two guys fighting along the far boards and two other guys standing by the circles. And creeping into the play, there's Ben Street. The Devils come out of the pile, throw it over to a wide-open Ben Street who winds up and shoots from the circles. Scores. Four Bears standing, watching. Now, yeah, 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 yeah. One of them was fighting in the pile, and the other one was trying to call up the puck. Two other guys just standing there, watching against a team that has, that's 25% on the power play. And thanks to tonight, they're going to be up to 30%. Not good there, Bob. Not good for the penalty kill. Which, oh, I don't know, is something you really need. Ugh. Six, four, Binghamton. Cody Clark gets one back to make it six to five, but it's not enough. And Binghamton wins their first game in nine tries. First regulation win against Hershey. Bears lose six to five after leading four to one. If this had been a back-and-forth game, I'd be more okay with this. But to blow a four-goal lead by giving up five unanswered goals to this team. Yes, Binghamton's young. They are talented. And they showed tonight that they won't bow down. And you cannot take that for granted. Three power play goals for Binghamton, two for Bogquist, and two for Zutterland. You know, this happened before against the Phantoms. And I don't care if this is a COVID-shortened season. These type of games should be gut punches. And as we head into Sunday, we'll see how the boys respond.
is up, Devils fans? It's your boy, Neil Villapiano. Make sure you check out the Devils State of Mind podcast here on the Hockey Podcast Network. From Taylor Hammer Porkroll to how much we hate the Rangers, we got you covered. New episodes every Monday, wherever you listen to podcasts or on the Hockey Podcast Network website. And always remember to rock on. Woo! And we're back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast. Thank you, everyone, for your time and listens and downloads this week. You know, the hockey gods are cruel sometimes. A little bit of inside baseball. I'm going to peel back the microphone lid a little bit. I record this show over the weekend. Like, I I record one half of it on Saturday and one half of it on, on Sunday just to kind of ease the pressure off of myself. Like, if I have thoughts or anything I want to run... I'll just do that then. So that way I get them out of my head, I get them into the system, and I don't forget them. It's just how my head's wired, boys and girls. And so I just, this is Sunday night I'm recording this this section, everyone. I was all ready to go. I already had the previous segment you guys listened to about my whole goaltender stuff and how we have four goaltenders now and what the Bears are going to do and the Capitals got to have something on the works. Well, if they have four guys in the system, well, this is why I call myself a hack, boys and girls. This is why I call myself a hack with a microphone, because literally while I'm at church this this morning, I do sound at my church, came down on my Twitter feed, Hunter Shepard got sent back down to the South Carolina Stingrays. So you're telling me I just spent 10 minutes babbling on like a, a schmuck about how we have four goaltenders now and surely that means somebody's getting traded. Nope. We just brought Hunter Shepard up for a couple of days and we apparently signed Billy Crystalopolis to a two-week PTO just so we can have a third guy for the lulls. You know what? I'm not going to re-record that segment. You know why, boys and girls? Because I'm going to own it. I was wrong. I'm keeping the segment because that's the kind of guy that I am. We have a second game to get to, so let's get at it. The Bears and the Binghamton slash Newark Devils went at it on a Sunday night. And 4 o'clock start at Giant Center. I was not at said game this week. It's not because I didn't want to. It's just because I wanted to, well, stay at home and enjoy this night. A, A hockey friend of mine over at the house that we haven't spent some time together in quite some time. So we get at it on a Sunday afternoon and boy, do the boys really need this. They really need this game. So early on in the first, it appears to be a typical devil's type game. A lot of clogging up the middle of the zone and just very frustrating game. And the devil's, Come into the zone. There's Bogquist. Why are we giving this guy so much time? Cameron Schilling just gets a little side skate and like, well, he's fast. Oh, crap, that's my guy. Starts to skate after him. Bogquist goes down below the goal line, throws it out in front. There's Nolan Foote, and he scores right out in front. Puts the Devils up one nothing early. Now, Nolan Foote, does that sound familiar? Yeah, Cal Foote, as in... Colorado Avalanche retired number player. Yep, that's Cal's boy playing on playing on this squad as well. So um, some good lineage there. But the Bears got some lineage of their own. Cody Clark. Yep, Wendell Clark for all you uh, Toronto Maple Leafs fans out there. So the boys, well, they said it would be easy. Giving up the first goal of the game and the boys just have to go right back at it. And it's just... A uh, sloppy and slug first period. I'm on my phone just looking and looking. Is anything happening? Oh, look, going through the neutral zone and nothing happens. Fine. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Wonder what's on pin interest. And uh, Eddie throws down with some uh, Binghamton Devil before the end of the period, making some friends. It's getting a little chippy. It's getting a little uh, little elbows up when you're finishing the checks. You know, just, just throw that elbow up high i.e. a typical Devils-type game. I'm sure Devil State of Mind podcast would absolutely love this. So, one nothing after one. We go back at it, and the boys start turning up the heat, turning up the pressure. They just look at Evan Cormier and go, we're coming after you. We're going to 
get that son of a devil. And boy, they just pepper him, just pound away, just throwing shot after shot. Quality chances in front, crossing patterns. Cormier's there. High shot, fought off by by Corbier. Big rebound in front, and it just goes through a bunch of skates and sticks, and Cormier comes out smelling like a rose. This is going to be a thing now, isn't it? And and later on in the period, Garrett Pilon, the big fat rebound that Cormier gives off, long shot by Eddie, just bounces right off, right to Pilon, and he scores! Puts it home and ties the game. All right. A dirty, grimy, gritty goal. Good to see the boys get back on top. Let me just uh, tweet this out. And what? What? The devil scored. I just literally tweeted that the bear scored. And bingo just got it back. Well, like the popular South Park meme, and it's gone. 2-1 Binghamton. And it would stay this way for a long time. Long, long time. And the Bears decided that we're just going to start giving Binghamton power plays. And before before you start, I can already hear some of you go, Oh, he's going to blame the refs. No, no. I'm not blaming the refs. I'm just saying three straight power plays for Bingo. Two of them were delay of game penalties. That's not the ref. That's your own dumb fault giving a five-on-three to this team whose power play is at 28%. Good for fourth in all the length. Not good there, Bob. But I'll give the boys credit. They stood firm. They hung in there. And they killed it off. And a third straight penalty. Cross-checking call. You gotta know the refs were looking for something. Eddie, what are you doing? The refs are looking for that. Because there's a lot of chirping. There's a lot of chippy and shoves after the play. Push and shove, push and shove. Guys yelling at each other. Maybe a little cross-check that doesn't get called. So yeah, the one time a guy steps over the line and hits a little too hard, the refs are going to go, yep, you go. So that was the third. But the boys killed it off. They did it. They got through it. And piled up. 21 shots on Cormier. Only one got home to end the period. And this would be one of the games where I would be nervous and um, I'm not going to say upset, but just frustrated because this team's working hard. The Bears are turning up the heat and tightening the screws to the to the Devils, but they're bending but not breaking. And Cormier is keeping, in, keeping them in it. He's turning into God mode. This guy has to break at some point. And the Bears at the beginning of the third do that as well. They continue to pepper this guy. Now, the first half of the third period was still typical Binghamton Devils hockey. Clog up the neutral zone. Don't allow any rushes. And just dump the puck back in. Get your forecheck going. Do a high two-guy forecheck. Oh, what that means is a high two-man forecheck is when a guy... Uh, Two guys go down near the goal line to try and disrupt a defenseman and create a turnover. A third guy stays up top by the blue line in case a a stupid uh, uh, quick throw um, breakout pass doesn't exactly go very well. So there's your hockey lesson for today. They have a high forechecking system, and they love to clog up the neutral zone. For a lot of you 90s Devils fans, you should know exactly what this is. This is classic Scott Stevens, 90s Devils hockey. Slow, methodical, and painful. And the Devils, I'm not sure if they decided just to sit on this lead, but Cormier was bailing them out, and the boys pull Fasali with 2.54 left. I don't exactly 100% agree with it, but it's about that time in the game, so... Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. 
why the hell not? Why the hell not? Let, let's let uh, let's do this. And the boys try to get in. Can't really get set up for that first 50 seconds. But the Devils aren't able to get one down toward the empty net. So it's a wash. And they get back up to the point. And they throw a long shot. Tipped in front. It's over. Cormier's shoulder. It's in. It's in. The game is dead. No. 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 Every Binghamton Devil is going, Hi, Stick. And immediately the ref just looks over and goes, Ah, yeah. I think that's a high stick. Huddle up. Huddle up. You, uh-huh. Yep, yep. You, uh-huh. Yep, yep, yep. All right. All right. To the tablet. And, uh... It's the right call. Yeah. Joe Snively, who stands about five foot six on his skates, had a puck like he was holding up a flag to knock it down, and it just goes over Cormier's shoulder. Yeah, that's... The goal was disallowed. It's the right call. I'm not going to get upset over it. So time's winding down. The boys get back in, and under a minute to go, the boys are going to fight to the end. I've seen this movie before. I know what's going to happen. At least I hope it does. And the boys just get one in. Scramble in front of Cormier, who's trying to look for the puck. Can't find it. Where is it? Where is it? Has anybody seen the small puck? It's about yay big. That's that's black and made of rubber. Has anybody seen it? I got it. It's here. Moving the puck. Moving around. Moving around. Moving around. And Connor McMichael just scoops the puck, sees where it is, and goes, Oh, my Lord. The Bears have tied the game. And we are tied at two. Connor McMichael. A Highlander destined to defeat evil. And he did it. Tie game. And what I loved about this was that you had a ref in the corner who's watching all this go down. Now, all of you know the whole whistle and intend to blow and stuff like that. Yeah. He was really close. He had the whistle up. He was he, he was like, eh, should I? But skates back around to the goal line, sees that the puck is still out there. Cormier doesn't have it. He's down and out, has no clue where he is. And it's like, nope, play on. It's your own fault if you can't find it or clear the zone. So Bears tied it, 2-2, and we are going to overtime. Three-on-three overtime for the boys. And it is up and down, slow, methodical, and painful three-on-three overtime. This isn't Blackhawks and Panthers where the two are up and down, back and forth, left and right. Get the wheels going. Nope. Nope. It's three-on-three. You get possession, and you play it out. You let it all breathe. Slow, methodical, get your boys out, slow changes, press forward off of turnovers. If you see a lane, go for it. If there's nothing there, pull back and get the right crew out that you want. This is what the Bears did. This is what the Devils did. So it's two minds going at it. Woof. So at the beginning of the overtime, Danik Martell, yes him, skates in, wraps around, and decides to do a turnaround shot on Zach Fusaley. Now, um, now that's not exactly smart. It's like, you know, you're playing NHL 20 and you're like, hey, I'm going to take this into the zone myself, turn around and shoot it because it's a computer AI and they're stupid. Yeah, it's a bad shot and you just got deducted 10 skill points. Get in the bin. So we play on, we keep going. Time's winding down. It looks like we're going to a shootout here. Time winds down. Um, Binghamton gets one last shot in with about 10 seconds left. And uh, Fuseli wants to cover it, looks at the time left, looks up the ice and goes, nope, uncovers the puck and chips it up the ice all the way up to a Fibiari, who's got McMichael going with him. Michael gets it over to Connor McMichael, goes in, shoots, saved by Cormier, goes off to the near board. Four seconds left. Fiviari digs it out of the corner. Into the slot. There's Connor. Shot. Scores! And the clock? One second left. Connor McMichael has ended the game. Destined to defeat evil. There can only be one. There is only one Connor McMichael. And he has defeated evil on this day. Shink. It's over. Hershey 3, Devils 2, Bears outshot the Devils 
to 25. You put 51 shots on goal, you should win the game. And the boys split the weekend against the Binghamton Devils. Good on them. They needed this win. They were the better team in this game. They just ran into a brick wall of a goaltender whose name was Evan Cormier. But just to show we're not all evil pricks, we gave him second star. Hey, a performance like that, he deserves it. 49 for 48 for 51 gets you a second star. So the boys are able to split the weekend on the Bingham, Binghamton Devils. And good weekend for the boys because we're going to have a busy one coming up. And we'll take a look at it right after this. 20 seconds left. Wow, the 20-second warning. All right. So, as I was saying, the Bears this week will be going back to the Electrodrome this week on Wednesday to take on the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Of course, as usual, a 7 o'clock-ish start there at the PPL Center. Uh, Friday night, we go back to being... Uh, no. We go to Wilkes-Barre. Friday night's in Wilkes-Barre. Oh, that's... Oh, it got moved to 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock start up there at the arena in the shadow of a mountain up there in Wilkes-Barre. The boys take on the Baby Pens. Moving on to Sunday, 1 o'clock... 1 o'clock Sunday start, Wilkes-Barre versus Hershey. Ew. Thank God I'm not going. But the boys have... going to be taking on their interstate rivals this week. So, as I've said before... A uh, programming note that um, the Grit and Barrett podcast will actually be on, won't be dropping until Wednesday, well, Tuesday or Wednesday of this upcoming week. Reason being, as I've said, I'm covering for somebody else. I'm going to be working overnights. I'm going to be dead to the world once I get to Sunday night, getting done at around 1030. So I have Monday, Tuesday off. I'll work at it. I'll get some sleep. And I'll get this program out there a day or two late, but it'll be with you there nonetheless. So we're going to put out some some sad news this past week. Some of you may have heard about this, but some of you have not. We go to Dateline, Moscow, not Moscow, St. Petersburg of the Russian Junior Hockey League, the MHL. Headline from Complete Hockey News. Timir Fezutdanov had passed away after taking a puck to the head Monday night. Monday night, it was a simple dump-in. The kid was playing. He was a captain for the uh, MHK Dynamo St. Petersburg of the Russian Junior League. It was a simple dump-in that came in and caught him right in the head, right at the base of the skull, and he went down. He was taken to a nearby hospital requiring emergency surgery because it had been determined where he'd been hit was one of the carotid arteries. I want to say the jugular, but not entirely so, but Puck caught him in the wrong place, and alas, the kid did not make it. He was 19 years old. Passed away Tuesday morning. At least Tuesday morning, our time. Oof. Many players around the league wore number 77, including Evgeny Malkin and many other members of the Tampa Bay Lightning and other NHL teams and other American Hockey League teams as well. Several fans across all hockey leagues posted a picture of leaving a hockey stick outside the door. This is done typically as remembrance. This was done for the Humboldt Broncos bus tragedy where you leave sticks out overnight so the boys in the spirit world can come out and pick up the hockey sticks and go play their hockey game up in heaven. And while this doesn't hit as hard as the Humboldt Broncos, obviously there was a lot more involved and that was a tragedy, but this kid, he was struck with a puck in the base of the skull. People say, well, you, you should wear visors, you should wear cages. And was he wearing a visor? Maybe, maybe not. But this was wrong puck at the wrong time. The way a bad hit can catch you in football and paralyze you. The way that a cleat can catch the dirt and baseball wrong and shred your ankle in ACL. It is horrible to happen. And unfortunately, it took a young one. So, T. 
Timur, or Timur, what his name is. I'm terrible with names. If we can take solace in one thing, boys and girls, is that he is at the great hockey rink in the sky. And I'm sure there's plenty other great Russian hockey players that welcomed him in that were very young. And I'm sure there's a bunch of players wearing green hockey sweaters saying, hey, we just got up here ourselves. And I'll tell you what, there's Bobby and there's Gordy and there's a lot of the greats that are up there that'll say, hey, we need a winger. Can you lace up? So take comfort, boys and girls. He is skating with the legends and he'll be watching every hockey game from the best seat in the house. So rest in peace, Timir. I'm very sorry I get this name wrong, but may you skate with the legends in the great beyond and even in the great beyond, keep your stick on the ice. So that'll do it for the Grit and Barrett podcast for this week. A somber note, I'm sorry to end on this week, but something like that is something you can't just uh, push over for the week. So I will be back next week a little later than usual, but this is something once a year, once or twice a year, I got to do. We'll do this again in June, but we'll deal with that when the time comes. Thank you for all your likes, shares, and downloads to listening to this hack with a microphone. So don't forget to check out all the other great shows on the Hockey Podcast Network. Thank you to them for bringing me on. You know, we we put on uh, Devil State of Mind. Um, we also had on Bar Down, Bar Down Breakdown. Give them a listen if you love hockey and alternative rock or any other type of music as well. And coming next month, we're all a little crazy that deals with mental health. I cannot stress this enough, boys and girls, because I deal with it myself. I've been struggling this past couple weeks over sleep issues because my own head just won't shut off. So I will say this as a PSA. If you're struggling mentally, talk to someone. Go get help. Talk to someone. It will do you a world of good. There is no shame in crying and admitting that you're weak. Man, woman, whoever you identify as, go get help. Go talk to someone. So to everyone out there, keep your stick on the ice, and I'll catch you next week. Go Bears. That's the end of the game. Bet Fred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Bet Fred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF.